0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. It's our last episode of 2022, so sit back and relax as we have a little bit of fun and look back on what an incredible year we've had on the podcast.
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Jen. My name's
0: Abby. And this is Amuse, Amuse Boosh, hanging
1: out in Abby's dining room. Welcome back. Oh, man. So this is our final episode of the season. This is
0: the last one. Uh,
1: what a freaking year.
0: I know. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. I know. But before we do.
1: There's a dog sniffing my butt. <laughs> and I know. I, I kind of like it, but...
0: Welcome to my house.
1: <laughs> anyway, um... Man, so we've got a lot to get to here in, oh, yeah. this, in this here last episode. Well, we're
0: going to take a break for the month of January. So we got to right. leave people with some good stuff to think about, mull over for the rest of the year.
1: And to be honest, we have so much good stuff from this last year that, you know, if you haven't had a chance to listen through, I mean, what, what number are we at right now? Like 40. Uh, this is number
0: 40. This is number
1: 40. So we have done some work. Uh, so make sure you go back, re listen. Yeah, so uh, I know that your sister had an endeavor this year that she was working on by way of using up an epic amount of cardamom.
0: Yes, the cardamom quest continues. I have a couple updates for us. Okay. Are you ready? No, for
1: for the listeners that aren't aware. Yes. Maybe give a, a little brief synopsis of what this quest involves.
0: Sure. Um. Well, my sister accidentally bought way too much cardamom and thought, Let me be creative and come up with new and different ways to use this. Sweet and savory and just expanding her own culinary horizons by trying different ways to use up this cardamom. So every time she does a new recipe, she's called and left us a voicemail. Oh, wow. So we're going to be able to follow her along on this journey. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I have our most recent phone calls for us, so here we go.
2: It's me. I'm back. The cardamom quest continues. I forget what I decided the theme song for that was going to be, so I'm skipping that. So I made the best chewy cardamom cookies. And I am not saying these cookies are cursed, but I am implying it. I had so much bad luck before I started the cookies, but that's the only part of my day that was different than normal. So I'm blaming <laughs> okay. So I will say, um, I didn't like them.
0: <laughs> oh, they were the best, but she didn't like them. She didn't like them.
2: <laughs> Guys, maybe... Maybe cardamom's not for me. Oh <laughs> man! And this quest is in vain. <sighs> um, the consistency of them was not great, which I blame myself for. I overworked the dough. I know I did. It was one. It's it's a dough that, at least if you're at altitude like me, it's definitely tricky. It's one of those you can feel you're getting close, and then, bam! Two strokes too many. Great, now it's overworked.
0: The story of.
2: My life. Well so I was unfortunate, I will say, they suggested you used orange vest in it and so they suggest a citrus icing glaze, which I made, but I added some cardamom to that for a little <laughs> trying to use mm-hmm. it a little bit more. And that I highly recommend. Actually. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: that was very <laughs> did not easy. expect that earlier. I think I'm
2: to try and whip together like a a citrus miso cardamom glaze maybe for a chicken Mm -hmm. not an icing obviously but yeah something more savory i think that actually might come together quite well i'll report back on my next attempt bye (laughs) all right so
1: god bless her heart started out with
0: these were the best cookies i did not like them And everything went wrong in that they're also occurs.
1: Maybe she's talking about the name of the recipe that Uh, she found in her her defense. Yeah. You know, I have to say that I applaud her efforts here. Because I think cardamom can be a pretty powerful uh, ingredient. So the fact that she has taken this on and is still sort of bent on not wasting this.
0: Not only was she like, I haven't liked it in the last two things I made with it. I'm going to make this cookie with cardamom, and I'm going to add more cardamom to the the glaze. Yeah. And then it surprisingly worked out. We did not expect while listening. Just the combination
1: of flavor sounded a bit strong to me. Yeah. But maybe that's, you know, what you need to do. Is, is just really whack yourself over the
0: head. <laughs> Go all the it. way. Who knows? I have enjoyed oh. that every call has ended with a heavy sigh. Yeah. She's really hunkering She's really... down. But I will say, so this is kind of a shout out to my stepmom, who is also at Altitude. She, I have asked her, because she has a lot of tips and tricks about cooking at altitude, I've asked her and she's going to call in at some point in the next season and share some of her tips about okay. how to work it around. So Elise, listen in for that. Heather's coming for you. We are
1: nowhere near at altitude. No. What, is, what does that technically mean?
0: Uh, that you're above...
1: A certain point. A certain...
0: Yeah, number of feet, and it changes the. So you got to adjust the way that you. Yeah, like you, you, like I think it's even not only the temperature, but also maybe the amount of liquids and the other you know things. So sounds like a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the butt, (laughs) and so someone who has all those secrets, like let's write those down.
1: I did write down a funny thing that she said, just for my own personal records. Oh, Um, do
0: you mean the title (laughs) of my sex tape? Yes,
1: two strokes too many. Yeah. Oh man,
0: every time. So good. Oh,
1: that was just a gift. Thank you for that.
0: Oh well. We have one more update for you. One from more Elise. update. So let's we'll go see. ahead and listen to that oh, one. The and, saga continues. Yes. Let's go.
2: It's <laughs> back. It's <me>. I'm back. <laughs> so, today I made Swedish cardamom buns. Ooh. And it turns out that I do not like cardamom. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> I feel like I've given it a real strong try. Agreed. And... I am going to donate the unopened bottle of spice to a food bank if they'll take it. My boss is Scandinavian, and so hopefully, she'll be excited if <laughs> I give it to her. She actually grew up eating the kind of Swedish cardamom buns that I made today. Um, they are very pretty, I will say. Um, there's a way that you fold the dough in on itself and cut it into strips and twist it all together, and pretty so twisty mm-hmm. cardamom coated buns and um my partner likes them i just i turns out yep conclusion does not like cardamom (laughs) thank you for hanging in there with me (laughs) and i have an awful lot of cardamom just in the one jar so maybe i will eventually pop up again (laughs) thank you ladies for inspiring me oh
0: well done well done sister oh my gosh i am so proud of her for all the work that she did
1: Yeah, I mean, well, and good on her for sticking with it, because, again, this has been a long... I mean, when did this first... When was the first iteration she's just squirting her dog in the face with a water bottle? You can hear those tippy taps,
0: and I said lay down.
1: Um, But, no, it's great that she found out her partner really likes one of the things that she made, so now he has a tell whenever... There is a recipe that pops up with cardamom in it. Perhaps it is not for her. Correct. But it is made with love. For
0: yeah. Him. Yeah. And again, just looking back at the variety of the things that she made, she made a chicken dish. Yep. She made a cookie. She made a bread. Like that's yep. all, that's trying it out she in a really lot of ways. Did. She really did. Her due diligence embodied there. the try it anyway mantra. She did. Yeah. <laughs> she did.
1: Well done. Thank you for that. Uh, and we look forward to perhaps hearing an update in the year of our Lord 2023 on your cardamom journey.
0: And for anyone else who's out there and wants to do a similar challenge, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, so please give us a call.
1: Yeah, like what's something that either you've ended up with by accident, maybe you you bought the wrong thing and meant to get something else, or you bought two of the thing that you needed. Uh, and you just need to use it up in different ways, uh, be it a spice or anything else. Anything
0: else. Yeah. Just call us at 980-202-2660 and we're looking forward to playing your stories on the air. Yeah.
1: Get at us with your journey, with your quest, if you will. Awesome. And you must include your own theme song. As Please. was demonstrated. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh. All right, Jen. Well, it's only been like 10 minutes, but this yeah. room has gotten stinkier and stinkier. Oh, I haven't noticed. In a good way. Is it me? No, Jen. Oh. Look at the table.
1: <gasps> oh, Uh wow,
0: there's a lot of cheese here.
1: There is a lot of cheese here, and it is like some of them look like gen cheeses. Like I spot what could be an aged gouda, but there's also some that have like some little sprinkles of something in there. Um, so there's a wide variety. Yeah, there's a
0: mixture. I will tell you that the reason I have all of these out on the table is that you and I are going to do a blind taste test (gasps) of two combined. Cheese advent calendars that I found.
1: You had to buy two? I had
0: to buy two. I went to Publix. They had one. It was all cheddar.
1: Oh, God. And I was
0: like, no, Um, no. <laughs> That's a lot. Then I went over to Aldi, and I got one that had cheddars and goudas in
1: it. So these are all cheddars all and cheddars goudas. All cheddars and goudas. God bless America.
0: I'm telling you.
1: So they are laid out here on the table on note cards. We have the numbers 1 through 13. A
0: baker's dozen. Now,
1: did you feel really guilty just ripping open these advent calendars? out of order or, like, out of sequence? I did
0: not. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't grow up with advent calendars. Yeah, this either. was a recent thing that I've gotten into. Like, there's, yeah. like, some really good, like, cordial ones, yeah. like truffles that you can get at the We got the Jews. little, like, mini
1: wine bottles yeah. last year. That was fun. Every That's day you fun. open and try a new wine. So. Honestly,
0: I think it's gonna be more fun as an adult to do advent calendars. 100%. I did not feel bad, because I will tell you what, Jen, when I opened it, there were so many of, like, the same ones in there oh, okay. that I would have been disappointed two days in a row if it had gotten the same one.
1: Now, can I read all of these out? Sure, just so, yeah. so everyone can hear sort of what the spread is. So we've got vintage cheddar, gouda, mustard gouda, jalapeno gouda, apple sage and onion cheddar. That's ripe. Red pesto gouda, black pepper gouda, applewood smoked cheddar, truffle cheddar, double gloucester, red Leicester, Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, okay. Aged cheddar and aged red leicester.
2: So
0: looking at this, again, we know that all of these are variations on cheddar and yeah. on gouda. Yep. Yeah. I think some that are going to be the hardest to tell are, uh, I don't know, the aged cheddar versus the vintage cheddar?
1: Yeah, what does that even mean? I have no idea. Uh, maybe they're the... This- okay, you did say that you combined these. I did. So they may be very similar. Could be. So how should we do this? you want to just start with number one? Yeah, let's just go just through just the line and, we'll- and then we're
0: going to... Sorry, all right,
1: number one. I'm looking at sort of a light-colored cheese here with... It's got like greenish flecks. Green things. I bet okay. this is jalapeno. Uh-huh. 100%. Yep. That's the jalapeno. Got a little tingle.
0: Ooh, that's really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. The, the heat that's comes in kick. there at the end. Holy crap. I want so, that on a sandwich. I'm voting number one. Are we doing this together?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, cool. Okay. This is a
0: team activity. All
1: right, cool. I don't know if we were...
0: Well, we blew out our palettes on number yep. one, so good luck for that's the rest. That's good, though.
1: Mm-hmm. I, would, I would eat that. All right, yep. number two. Very similar in color darker like brownish specks yeah well it's a little firmer
0: too oh this is a gouda mm-hmm. oh it's good mm. what are you uh
1: is maybe, it maybe a the duffel no duffel cheddar? cheddar i'm thinking maybe the black pepper gouda yeah i'm not sure yeah
0: you know what i'm inclined let me take another can bite. we
1: can we come back yeah okay let's come back to that we have to go in order though yeah yeah okay I'm going to make a note here.
0: Yeah, of number two potentially, potentially
1: being. Potentially being number two. You know, I do taste truffle on that, though. But it's just truffle cheddar. Right. It could it could be that that's what we're picking up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's truffle. I'm, yeah. I'm buster. OK, let's try number three. It looks Moving very. Um, this is the one with no flex, light uh, yellow color. Mm-hmm. Definitely a cheddar. Definitely a cheddar. This could be either maybe the
1: vintage, vintage or, the, or the
0: aged. It has no distinctive flavor Mm-mm. profile beyond it's just the cheddar. But, like, it's a good, but it tastes pretty.
1: Cheddar. You want to take a stab? Aged. Okay. Moving on, number four is much more brightly orange colored, mm-hmm. but not the darkest orange that we've got on the table.
0: Do you know what I think? Hmm. Do you know when you get like a brie or a soft cheese and it says like a double cream and when it's a double cream, it's softer? Oh, a
1: double glossed. I think this might be
0: a double gloss. Okay.
1: I believe you on that. That's really good, actually. Mm,
0: I really enjoy that. These are all really good. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Sometimes, I really thought this would
1: be trash. Sometimes the the um, quality of the items in the advent calendar aren't quite up to par. These but better
0: be up to par. I spent $25 on one and 16 on another. Dang,
1: <laughs> girl. i million.
0: Worth it. Do not do, not do that. This is okay. a Christmas gift.
1: Number five is another one that looks very similar to one and two. It is dark, uh, excuse me, lighter in color. It has some interesting little flecks in there. Mm. Some sort of herb.
0: Hmm. I bet this is a red pesto.
1: Oh, yes. That's delicious.
0: It Almost tastes like much. Italian. Yeah, it does.
1: That's definitely number five. Yeah, it's a little overpowering. Okay.
0: That's that, it. I feel confident. Easy. Yeah. Feeling
1: confident. I think this is really going to come down to a couple of yeah. nuanced Agreed. decisions here. With the Agreed. with the stronger flavors, I think our pellets are strong. Yes.
0: I can't reach that far. Can you hand me? Thank you.
1: All right. Number six looks very similar to five again. Little specks of something and a light colored cheese. Here we go. This one's pretty mild.
0: This might be black pepper. I taste pepper flakes. Mm. This is black pepper. Definitely. I can't really taste much. Do you know when you eat little pieces of black pepper and they do a little pop in the back of your mouth? I got that. You got
1: that? that? Okay. Okay. We'll call that number six. Cool. Black pepper gouda. Mm-hmm. Gouda, if you will. All right. Number seven. Again, looks Mm -hmm. quite similar, but looks a little softer. You can tell this one when you smell it. Oh, Jesus. Yep.
0: We found the apple sage and onion. There's the apple sage and onion. I didn't even need to try it, but I will.
1: tempted not to, but here we go. Whoa. Oh, no. There's so there's oh. so much going on.
0: Oh, I actually don't hate it. It tastes like stuffing. It tastes it like Thanksgiving stuffing. It's just
1: very strong. Oh, I, that needs to be part of something.
0: No. No, it doesn't. Or just like on
1: something. So I'm it's not, not sure what
0: you could possibly put it on. It is so much.
1: It's a lot. It's a lot.
0: I just feel like I ate I mean, it. like
1: crackers are like, it, it can't be eaten on oh. its own because it's just, okay. Oh, my breath. Anyway. Oh, my breath. Yeah. I'm sorry in advance to my dinner date, Hillary. Who's nope. going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, number eight is
0: perhaps um the darkest. Yep, uh, this color. is an orange, the darker orange of them. So and I I'm am... seeing some
1: flavor crystals in there, oh, so holla. perhaps one of the aged ones. Mm. Hmm.
0: I'll tell you what I think.
1: Aged red.
0: I think it's aged red as well. Okay, and then I maybe see that one looks like just the
2: red. Yeah,
1: we've got one coming up that looks very similar, but per- perhaps not aged. Mm-hmm. So again, the texture of this one's giving it away as yeah. age. Numb.
0: dryer crunchier. I like that one. That was really good. Number eight.
1: Mm-mm-mm. This is such a fun game.
0: Oh my God, I love it. So number nine, I think, is one that has a visual tell.
1: It does. It has um, very clear um, sort of whole grain mustard seed that is visual there, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. One of my favorites is the Red Dragon, which is a local find.
0: Ooh. Normally, um. I'm just eating a regular cheese with a Lusty Monk mustard. Mm-hmm. Now that's super mild.
1: It's very mild. Very subtle.
0: If we had had a blindfold on, would you be able to tell it was mustard? Mm,
1: The little pops are giving it away. But if you get a bite that doesn't have too many of them.
0: If you exhale, you'll get just a hint of mustard. There it is. the top of your nose. Yeah, Mm,
1: mustard gouda. Big fan of that. Yeah. All right, number 10 also looks a little aged to me. It is another lighter colored cheese. No, this is the vintage cheddar. This might be the vintage cheddar. I'll say. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. Oh, that's really good. Mmm. You know, I didn't think that I was as big of a fan of cheddar as I've turned out to be.
0: Maybe I because think- there's... We've written cheddar off as the block of cheese you get in yeah. the grocery store, and it's not. There are so many other cheddars out there.
1: It is quite dynamic, and I think... um Perhaps I have done myself a disservice by ignoring it Well, you're today. lucky
0: that you're in a state that has a ton of great access to other great cheddars. Looking Gra- Glass Creamery, for example, has oh, a great right. wine. Oh, that's right.
1: Wherever that, that cheddar was that you had at the um, my the, wedding or if it mm. was at uh,
0: something. Yeah. You
1: bought a really good cheddar and I took some home.
0: Yeah. No, that actually was, I believe... A looking glass. I'll have to go back and check, but I got it from Orman's Cheese Shop. I always say, yes. "Hey, I said I was looking for something like a Beecher's flagship, which is my favorite. Oh, nice. Out of yep. Ike's I can see that. Market in Seattle, so that was great.
1: All right, we're gonna try number eleven, which we are hypothesizing to be the mm. Red Leicester.
0: That is super surprising.
1: Mm. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. I don't think I've ever. Oh, that's really good. I, this
0: was. This I think is that might be my favorite me. so
1: far. Holy crap! Even more so than the aged. What we think is the aged one. I guess we'll find out if that's yeah, accurate. I am but... inclined
0: to think this is still the red Lester. Yeah. But it, you know, usually when it's kind of aged, it has more body or more bite. Mm. But this seems like it might be the reverse, where it dries out and gets a little milder it's when it's little, aged.
1: Yeah, it's a little like creamy.
0: Holy crap. But it's still
1: sort of textured in a fun way. Okay, so we think that's red mm-hmm. Lester. Lester. Okay. All right, number 12. We got two left. The only ones left on our list we have Applewood smoked cheddar. And regular ass gouda. Okay, so it's got to be one of these two. Uh, yep. Oh, there is the smoked gouda or the smoked Yeah,
0: gave it a sniff and applewood
1: smoked cheddar. Done. Not hard. Ooh, I
0: love a smoke, but I prefer it with like oh. horseradish in it.
1: Yep, that is just also like pretty overpowering. Yeah, that's a for ton. Me. Not a ooh.
0: <laughs> okay, and
1: then this one by our calculation should just be gouda.
0: Yeah, I can't tell through the smoke. <laughs> no, it has to be it just has by to deduction. Be. Unless one that we thought was a cheddar was a Gouda and Mm. threw us off the scent, but. No, because this one's pretty
1: mild. I just don't think it's aged at all.
0: Not at all, no. I would agree.
1: I still have the smoke in my mouth.
0: Me too. It's never leaving. It's never leaving.
1: All right. So. Results time. That was 13. Should we just start with number one? Yeah. And go all the way down?
0: We're just going to put the used ones on here.
1: Okay. All right, number one, we thought was the jalapeno gouda. Jalapeno gouda was correct. Done Excellent. One. Put a
0: check mark on the left side. Here
1: we go. All right, number two, we said was the truffle cheddar. Kind of has to be. Truffle, truffle cheddar, cheddar it was. There we go. Got it. You want to flip these? Oh, know.
0: yeah, I'll do that. Number three, we said was aged cheddar. Oh, shit. It was the vintage, the vintage. cheddar.
1: So we'll see.
0: I'm going to put that perhaps. on just yeah. to compare later. See if
1: we can try them again. Yep. All right. Number four, we said, was double Gloucester. We are right. And we were I correct. Your deduction on the creaminess. Brilliant deduction there on that creaminess Great. factor was, was smart. Number five, we said, was red pesto gouda. We were it right. It was, in fact, the red pesto gouda. Coming up, number six we said was black pepper Gouda. Bingo! It was black pepper Gouda. The flavors, we got them. Number seven we said apple sage and onion uh, cheddar. This couldn't
0: possibly be wrong. Oh my and God,
1: and we are correct. Still tasting it. Number eight we said was the aged red Lester. No! Oh, it's just a regular red so Lester.
0: What I said was, was the complete, the complete opposite. opposite.
1: You know, that's interesting it's because... It's so dry. Give me that.
0: Try this again. The the red luster is a drier cheese.
1: Having had the other one, though, I could see how this one's not aged.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's very good. Huh. All right. Well, I'll be damned. Cool. All right. Number nine. Get back on the roll We said was mustard gouda, and we were correct. That's right. Thank you for the visual cue. Number 10. We said was the vintage cheddar, which we now know was the aged cheddar. But we
0: knew it was cheddar, and that is something to hang our heads on. We knew that was
1: going to be the hard one for us, so alright here's number 11 our former mem- nemesis I can speak English there is our aged red Lester so good
0: though Again, holy crap
1: the ones that we knew would uh, would give us some trouble that's right. did in fact was it this one
0: yeah ton of body it's just
1: that's my favorite one It's
0: yeah I agree completely mm.
1: I need to find that one
0: don't worry I will hook you up with some leftover ones too
1: all right, number twelve. We said the Applewood smoked cheddar couldn't possibly could it be anything possibly else. else. There it is, and that means our friends that Gouda was number thirteen.
0: All right. Okay. So, we so got what?
1: you know we got uh, almost all of these correct. We just mixed up four. Just four, but yeah. but sort of like two and two that we yeah. knew would give us trouble. Yeah. It was the vintage versus the aged cheddar. And then the aged Red Leicester and the Red Leicester. So,
0: I think we did pretty damn good. I think
1: so. I mean, all things considered...
0: It's a passing grade.
1: It's a passing grade. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we had to eat a bunch of cheese. This was so, so good cheese. Surprisingly I'm gonna take good. That. I'm going to take that for so, the win.
0: So let me say, so the one I got from Aldi was Emporium. Okay. Um, That was the brand uh, selection of the cheeses.
1: Emporium or Emporium? Im-
0: uh, I'll go have to go check. Okay, well... Um, cool. I'll confirm. And then... Uh, the one from Publix was the Ilchester collection of Cheddars. Okay. So, I mean, again... I'm... Which one
1: did the lice- Lester come
0: in? Is that a Cheddar? So the thing is, both of them had some of the same things, except the Emporium one didn't have everything that was listed on the back like it had like a random selection oh, of all available okay cheeses. got it got it got it and so i believe that like maybe one red lester came from the emporium and the aged came from the other oh, so i mixed and match so we'll look let's on go the back thing. and look mm-hmm. i must know i have so many more and you are so welcome to take as many as you like
1: i will but just that one
0: of course I that was good that. I don't yeah. know
1: again I don't know that I've ever had a cheese like that well
0: but here this is, is it. here is the best yes here is the best possible thing that comes out of this is that we now get to go to our favorite cheese shops and have another point of reference mm-hmm. to say hey I'm a really big fan of Red Leicester what do you have that's like that for me or maybe they have a really good Red Leicester so yeah.
1: cool how fun and we definitely know Ormonds will have her back on that so. absolutely 100% support cool awesome game Abby oh my god this is so much I'm fun I'm really proud of us
0: Oh, Jen. Oh, Abby. We need to plan our next battle. And I've yeah. got an idea. Yeah. I am thinking that we do like a battle around the world. Okay, okay. Yeah, so here's what I'm thinking I have a dartboard. Mm. And I have printed out a map of the world and I've put it on the dartboard. Uh So you and I are going to throw darts at the dartboard. Mm -hmm. We're going to throw two darts each, one for us and one for our partners. All right. So that we have picked them out.
1: Do I get to choose which one's for me and which one's for Jeff?
0: You know what? You can do that. I'm fine with that. (laughs) All right, I'm going to throw the America darts. I'm going to throw the Britain so darts. So then the rules are like the closest land to where you yeah. hit? Yeah. You know, the earth is like 70% water. So there's a really good chance we're going to get stuck. Okay. Um. So yeah. Does
1: this seem about right?
0: Yeah, that looks good. Please don't hit my new giant TV.
1: Gonna,
0: well, it's, it's so big. It is so big. <laughs> all
1: right, here we go. Dart number one. Nope. No nope. Where, no that doesn't course. count. I'll try one more
0: time. Keep going. That's nope. okay. i will go next and then okay. and then you'll try again. So for those just listening, we have yet to uh, hit anything. Okay, getting closer. Oh, 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 I hit somewhere. Direct hit. Direct hit on, is that Sierra Leone? Oh, Guinea, Guinea, okay. I think,
1: well, I don't know if all of the countries are printed here, but you can- Listen, I'll zoom in
0: right there. I know exactly where that is. Okay. Okay, so. All
1: right, so that was two for you. Let me try again. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> really bad at darts, Abby. It's
0: okay. Oh, look at that. Look at You got, is that Greenland, Canada? It's, uh... No, All right, good. The good news is we're going to look at a zoom-in map, and I'll, I'll be able to figure this out. <laughs> you are in northern Canada. In
1: northern Canada.
0: Okay. Okay, so we've got northern Canada, and we've got, like, Guinea slash eastern, uh, western Africa. West Africa. Okay. All right, so we try again try for again. the boys, okay. or whatever we feel
1: like. All right, Jeff. Here so sorry, we go. Dear. One more try.
0: Nope. Not quite. Not quite. That's all right. You, here I go. Here I go. Here I go again. Weakness men. 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 Okay, Dan. I think agent. I got really Russia. Nice. Russian Russia. Federation. All right. <laughs> Russia. Russia. What a great time to do that. You know what? They were here long before oh him. They'll be here Jen. long after. I can do this. I know I you can. can I this. have faith in you. I really
1: want South America for you, Jeff.
0: We're trying, baby. We're trying. Nope. Do you want to get closer? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's been a long time since I've played darts It's okay.
0: I have a dartboard. You can come over and try anytime. Okay. Well, damn. Well? Sri Lanka. Oh, fun.
1: Or Myanmar. Myanmar, I
0: think. Okay. Closer. Let's do Myanmar. Well,
1: you know what? I don't know, is India? You tell me which.
0: Listen, honestly, I think you're on, um, uh, what's the place with the lemurs? Madagascar. Madagascar? No, never mind. That's in Africa. That's I'm an idiot. Um, yeah. I think India. I, mean India. I think it's India. That'll okay. fun. So we'll have Northern Canada and India. Great. Okay. We have Northern Canada, West Africa. Well, I'll narrow down where that actually was. Yeah. Uh, Russia and India. This yeah. is going to be really fun. <laughs> what an interesting battle. Uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how we represent
1: those places to the best of our ability. Maybe it's some research that has to take place in yeah, advance. Yeah, absolutely. Look forward to uh, battle around the world in 2023. That's right.
0: Huh. Well, let's take a quick break okay. and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about the year we had.
1: Let's do it. Let's
0: do it. Okay.
3: If you are sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, stay home except to get medical care. Monitor your symptoms. If your symptoms get worse, contact your doctor. Get rest and stay hydrated. Avoid public transportation, ride-sharing, or taxis. And take these six steps to protect others. Wear a mask over your mouth and nose if you must be around other people. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze. Clean your hands often with soap and water or use hand sanitizer, especially after coughing or sneezing. As much as possible, stay in a separate room and away from others in your home. Avoid sharing personal household items such as dishes, utensils, towels, or bedding. Wash these items thoroughly after using them. And clean all surfaces that are touched often, like counters and doorknobs, every day. To learn more, visit CDC.gov.
1: All right, Abby, well, dang, the year 2022. What was, a year. <laughs> it was a big one.
0: I was surprised by how many times we pinched ourselves this year to say, I can't believe we had this opportunity.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I think it started with a lot of the folks that we had Come with us in the studio.
0: Yeah, we had so many guests this year. It was amazing. Our first year, we just tried to have a couple of people, a few people here and there. But this year, we had a ton of guests.
1: We did. And I think we we did a really awesome job, and our guests did a really awesome job, of connecting us uh, by word of mouth or just connecting us to their friends. We made some really good friends. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, this was this was huge for us as far as really making us a, a space for ourselves in the community. Absolutely. And I'm really proud of that fact.
0: Yeah, you know, and we've also made some, I believe, to be lifelong friends out of this experience. Well, I hope so. <laughs> um, and, you know, for me, we really started on a high note because our very first episode of the yeah. year was oh MJ God. from Two Scoops who brought like 12 pints of All ice cream. All of the ice
1: cream. <laughs> I... And it's a good thing that that happened in the winter because I don't even know what we would have done if it was summer. It wouldn't have made it. Here's
0: the thing though: you've got two teenage girls in your house now. That's true. It would have been gone overnight. (laughs)
1: It would have been. Um, But yeah, so man, and you got me the the fruity pebbles. um,
0: That was so good. One that was that one is so good. I. Yeah, um, incredible. They have so many good flavors. And I just learned recently they doordash now, which they're oh, only God. seven minutes away from me, but that is a compelling reason That's for me to That's a threshold
1: that it. I can't breach because I'll, I'll never stop. It's bad. Uh, but then we got to meet one of our favorites.
0: Yes, we did. Oh, oh
1: Saki Sarah. We just adore this person. We've been so, so lucky to get connected with her. I sent her a random Facebook message, or a, I think it was an Instagram message. Uh, and she was gracious enough to connect with me and um, and come on the podcast and send us, you know, other folks that oh, she yeah. knows. Um, and so we can't wait to, to keep nurturing that relationship. Yes. We're actually going to.
0: Yeah, we're going to dinner with her at one of our other amazing guests of the year yeah. who came on the podcast, Chef Robin from Omakase by Prime Fish. We have been so excited after that episode, which again happened later in the year, but it blew our mind the fact that that Sake Sarah works with omakase yes. to create the sake pairings. We just can't wait to go and experience this with one of our good friends and, yeah. and being led through this by, by Chef Robin.
1: It's going to be a really awesome culmination of a year that we've spent sort of learning and, and connecting with people. So I can't wait to see. Yeah how that experience goes
0: yes oh and we can't forget Jen that we also had some really good battles this year the oh, first yeah. one of the year was of course during uh Valentine's Day time battle chocolate battle chocolate was a <laughs> lot of fun we did some really interesting uh yeah things there like um a, an awesome like cocoa crusted steak yes that, uh, that Jeff did um I really enjoyed that white chocolate uh eggplant uh, oh, yeah, situation. the Baba Ganouche. Yeah, the that was Ganouche really was great. Good.
1: And then the Pot de creme, I think, was the yeah. winner, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was. That was, I, that really was I think, the only that battle
1: the that I've won so far, is it? Uh.
0: Let's see, as we're going back through our recap here, let's think if okay. there are any more because that's
1: the one I'm most proud of, maybe. You should be. That it was, was a really good, that was good. a good dessert. And you
0: had that amazing, like, raspberry coolie situation with like the fresh lime or oh, something yes. going on. Oh my god, yes. that was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, some other guests, we had some friends come in, like Jared Shank, who we came did. in to talk about hunting, and that was a really interesting conversation. We, we learned a lot, we did learn a lot, and you know, I have more of a respect for that. I think people stereotype that a lot, and it's really cool to think about someone who is using all of an animal yeah. in new and creative ways. Ways, and, and having respect for the environment and, and yeah, respect yeah. for
1: the the resources that we've got. So yeah, thanks, Jared. Hi, Jared. Absolutely.
0: Hey, Jared. Um, we we
1: oh, had- artisan's palette. Yes, is one of my favorites. We need to get
0: back out there pretty soon. I'm, we do. I'm ready I think for they've it.
1: been posting. And for those of you that don't have um New Year's plans, I think that that Chris had just posted that uh, artisan's palette is doing a tasting menu. Oh, that sounds incredible. Uh, with, Please with check one that here. out. So check that out. Um, but obviously, anytime yeah. is a good time to visit, especially. And I don't know if this is just me, but um the winter slump, man, once the holidays are over, there just feels like there's not a whole lot more to look forward to until spring. But you know what so. you can look forward to? Food.
0: Food, little pigs, little, little dates wrapped in bacon with the bacon in a pig.
1: Yes. Yes. So good. Go so. to
0: Artisan's Palette at your earliest convenience.
1: We also Legion. had some beer, yeah. Legion just continues to be one of my favorites. you are just slaying um,
0: on the food and beverage scene. They
1: really are. And we we had a chance to go to music bingo the other week. I had the most it fun. It was really fun. It was basically like a karaoke, where everyone yeah. sings along to a song for five minutes or seconds. And then someone wins seconds. bingo,
0: which again is my favorite game. Yeah, because it I requires
1: it. very little talent.
0: Exactly. <laughs> No talent, no skill. Oh. All you need to do is look for a thing. I got it. Exactly. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Um, another great guest that we had, What the Fries. Mm-hmm. What the fries? Um, Oh, my gosh. I just love their food so much. They continue <sighs> to create new insane menu items all the time follow them on instagram go find the food don't truck.
1: follow them on instagram if you're on a diet because <laughs> it will not be conducive yeah. with your lifestyle yeah. it, man the food just looks so incredible and so innovative it is
0: it is all of those things i've got to get back down there it's a lot closer to you so let's get together with uh maybe we'll do a bike ride first
1: some really fun stuff going on down there yeah Milkshakes, city
0: Now, speaking of milkshakes, we have to talk about Sam Hart Encounter.
1: Encounter, who just reopened in the new location. uh, Encounter
0: 2.0 and Biblio. Biblio. So we have to have Sam back next year for talking if you're about you're listening, Biblio. Sam,
1: are coming for you. Yeah. Uh, put us on your schedule, my friend, yeah. because it's it's going to happen.
0: Cannot wait. I know that the new location is bigger. It's better. It's closer to the vision that Sam has always had yes. for counter. And I cannot wait to experience that because yeah. every dinner at counter is a true experience. And
1: there's never going to be another thing like it. So. Oh,
0: absolutely. All right, cool. The countdown's on. The
1: countdown. All right. So we also had the great fortune of chatting with Ken Aponte mm-hmm. at a time when he was still with Alchemy, RIP. Yes. Um,
0: and, and Alchemy was an amazing experimental restaurant. Really loved it. Ken is... Just such a visionary and an experimental guy. Yeah. He's always had that kind of mad scientistness yep. about him. He's such a blast to chat with. We um, had a,
1: a great time with him yeah. in the studio. And I, I was fortunate to run into him at um, Drift. Drift on Lake Wiley, which is his new location uh, where he's the executive chef. I think he, um, and this was a while back, but he, he has some high hopes for how he can transform um, and infuse his own style into that menu. So we'll definitely be back in touch with Ken to see um, an update on, you know,
0: how he's doing over there on the lake. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we can't forget that one of the things we've been doing since the start of our podcast are Yelp reviews. So we've got some really fun little Yelp reviews peppered throughout (laughs) this season. The Um, most
1: recent one was Mac Tabby uh, that we did. uh, I won't take credit for it. You did the animation for um, and MacTabby actually commented we on it. did. Our- we <laughs> posted it on Instagram,
0: <laughs> at amuse.boosh.pod. If you're not following us, please do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but
1: those are super fun for us. That was sort of... <laughs> Original, like how we keep ourselves from going crazy in the pandemic, yeah. uh, give ourselves something creative to do. So we create characters yeah. that only really have restaurant experiences, like the rest of us. Exactly.
0: Um, talk about girl power. Girl
1: power. Girl power.
0: Cali and Faye. Paunti. So They came to uh, talk about Greco Fresh Grill, which I have enjoyed many times
1: <laughs> since and love it every time.
0: Yes. So I mean, again, those Opa fries are just. Amazing.
1: I I'm just obsessed with all of the like. Even the hummus and the spinach um, triangles, the um, spanakopita, all of that stuff. The uh, dolmades. Yes. All of that. Like, I can't decide. So I always end up ordering nine things when I get It's the
0: right that. way to order in my Five, mind. That's right. Yeah, you know another place that you can get a lot of food mm-hmm. um, in smaller plates, uh, Vana or ah, Bardo. Bardo. Chef Michael Knoll. Oh,
1: he just won Chef of, Chef the, year. of the Year from the
0: Uppies from a unpretentious palate. That's right.
1: Thank you. I would have found my way to that eventually. But well,
0: we, don't have, we <laughs> don't have time for that. We don't
1: have. But yeah, uh, he's just been doing some amazing things. So it's exciting for us to see him um, get that accolade, well deserved, well yes, earned. Absolutely.
0: Um, and we're yeah. actually going to Bardo with some friends in January. February that's right. of 2023 so we can't wait to hang out Aha. that's going to be good. It's been a
1: minute for me so I'm excited. Yeah
0: and again I have never been to Bardo I've been to Vana so yep. it's really going to be great for me we'll to round out the out. experience. Exactly yeah. and then he's working on a new concept so that's right. then we have another one to explore <laughs> after that. We're never going
1: to be done eating. Ah.
0: No never. Um, Jen I got a dream come true when Paul Manley came, Ugh. and again, Ace Number Three yep. is my favorite burger in Charlotte.
1: Also on the list for the uh, best in the nest yep. this year, a yep. lot of a lot of heavy hitters on that list that we have had and been fortunate to have on the podcast. So this honored, year. truly
0: yeah. that that people are willing to come and chat with little old me little yeah. old you. And I
1: mean, what a what a heavy hitter there, Paul. Like. Anything from a, an amazing burger to upscale seafood and yeah. everything in between. So yeah, I got to do a everybody. little plug.
0: Oh please! Uh, at the Fourth Ward Holiday Sip and Stroll, oh boy. which I did with our pal Colleen. Oh yeah, there was a sea uh, level clam chowder, Whoa. and Jen, I don't like clam chowder, but I you loved do this clam yeah, chowder. Do now
1: it's so good. I love a clam chowder, yes. but I can imagine if it's coming from them. Yeah. We know it's And I
0: think Sea level is currently going through some renovations inside the restaurant. So looking forward to seeing what that looks like afterwards. We'll check them out in the new year. Fantastic. Now, I just mentioned our dear friend, Colleen. Colleen. This was one of my favorite two-parter episodes where Colleen spent weeks on the road. She literally took
1: us across the country in two episodes. And back again. There and
0: back again, a Colleen's Tale. Mm.
1: Yeah, that was a treat. And I know that that was such a fun experience for Colleen and her mom to share that experience together, um, trekking across the country and documenting their foodie adventures along the way. And and expanding
0: their horizons, trying new things that might be scary, even in the experiences that they had together, foods that they never thought they would like, including Mm -hmm. lengua.
1: Yeah. So they tried some <laughs> amazing mac and cheese in
0: Texas that had some like lengua on top. Yeah. So very proud of them for that.
1: And then one of my personal favorites this year, mostly because it's one of my favorite spots in Charlotte. All of the locations are fair game. Sean Paul from Foxcroft Wine Company. Um, we were treated by uh, his amazing staff at the South Park location uh, when we went to have the um, the wine pairing dinner yes. there. And it was such a treat to to get to see all of the folks really working behind the scenes to pull mm-hmm. off, you know, just to see what what goes into making that whole thing come to life.
0: You can really feel the passion that every person has at Foxcroft, mm-hmm. no matter what their role is in that yeah. organization. So please go check out Foxcroft yeah. at any night, but definitely also one of the wine dinners. Yeah. They are just not to be missed.
1: Depending on the wine pairings and the chef uh, at the location, you're never going to have the same experience, but you know it's going to be good. Absolutely. Tried and true.
0: Absolutely. Oh, and speaking of... Yeah, okay. we
1: talked about um, omakase by yes. Prime Fish uh, and Prime Fish as well. We had Chef Robin Anthony in the building with us with Sake Sarah. And shout out to
0: Kendra. Shout out, Kendra.
1: Thank you for, uh, for resisting the urge to be on a microphone, but still being uh, chatty with us. Yeah. That was such a treat to learn about his journey uh, and how everything works over there and and I can't wait to experience it very soon.
0: I mean, the fact that that Robin has done so much of his own Mm self-training, the pure dedication to his craft, his art that he has put into this, I am so excited. So you know again, that's going to
1: come out in the food. Exactly.
0: Omakase by Prime Fish, again, is his upscale, multi-course tasting experience. Mm-hmm. You can also go to Prime Fish anytime. Yep. So please go out and check that out. Well well known to be the best sushi in Charlotte. So yep. check it out. We're, oh we're
1: treating ourselves to a Christmas gift. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
0: we'll be getting that dinner in and it's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, dinners. Speaking of dinners, uh, at this very spot... We
1: were fortunate to welcome Chef Will Phillips of Chef Will Cooks, yes. who is a private chef um, who creates custom menus just for you for whatever occasion you can possibly fathom, including your vasectomy. Yep. So, um, and man, that was such to your a home. He really, yeah, and he everything that he does from preparing the menu to leaving out ingredients that you don't favor or are allergic to, or uh, even just. Making sure that the theme is right for you. Um, top to bottom, it was just a really special evening for yes, us.
0: And he is just one of the most personable people. He is so friendly and he really does listen to you. And he's willing to, to take some chances and yeah. let you try some things that you may not have thought about before. Again... This gentleman is out there foraging during yeah. the, the season. What a smart
1: dude, man. Yeah. He really knows his he stuff. He is
0: pickling his own grown crops. He is just doing so Making much. Making his own mead. Mead. Incre- <laughs> also, meat that does not taste like medicine. Like no. This is the best mead I've ever he had. He has a degree
1: in fermentation that, science. And boy, does he
0: ferment. Yes,
1: he does. He has
0: so many amazing components to each Dish. There's so much thoughtfulness behind everything that he does, and again, a lot of these recipes are days in the works yeah. to bring to your table. So what please. did he say? Are
1: our smoked duck, breast. four days. Four days. Four days. I'm still thinking about that dish. Oh yeah, the, it was incredible. And the Carolina
0: attachment uh, Every day that he posts on Instagram, I go, "Hey, put I that on the that. short list for my next I dinner." I that.
1: Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to organize another dinner with him because that was super special, uh, yeah. and th- and what a great guest to round out sort of our.
0: The guests that we've had, the guests so that we've far. had this year, yes, um, um, you know, and then we also had another battle. We had we Battle did. movie magic, which Whoa. was super. fun. It was really
1: fun because your sister got to play along, yeah. um, and Jacob
0: knocked that he one out just, of the park. Remember that was potatoes, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew, and he just killed it. That stew, stew
1: won in the middle of the summer. Incredible. I'm still baffled by this. I cannot. But- it's time.
0: He needs. To, why is there not yep. a batch on the stove there, right now? There, there
1: needs to be some stew in there my life. There needs
0: to be, yeah. an Inquisition. Um, we also talked about our trip in the summer to Savannah, Savannah, so, which was great. But now that's the end of kind of the episodes that we had. But I want to talk about a couple of other really big, amazing things that have happened oh, like around what? us. I don't know. Oh, like well, first let's talk about the fact that you got married. I got married. Yay! So <laughs> I went to the Social
1: Security office this morning to officially change my name, so I am legally now Jennifer Lynn Fisher. Yay! Yay!
0: Congratulations! Thank I was you. so so honored to be a part of your wonderful special day between oh, you and Jeff. Takes oh. a
1: dang village, <laughs> and this village turned up and turned out for oh, us. My we talk about this almost daily—just how fortunate we are to have such talented and generous friends, essentially at our disposal, <laughs> who um. Showed up for us and, and brought their talents. Let's uh,
0: let's lay out some of the big oh, yeah. uh, contributions that were okay. made. Okay, so
1: first and foremost, your cheese talents are a uh, many.
0: Now taking uh, reservations for uh, any side hustle cheese grazing board gigs. That yeah, people the want. the
1: grazing table that you created was absolutely stunning. Uh, we got some really beautiful professional photos of it that we can share on the Instagram. But um, man, what a treat! And I I knew that was one of those things that I just as the bride. I had to just, like, let let go of a lot of control of things, and I was upstairs all day, and when I came downstairs, this beautiful creation had, had just appeared on the dining room table, uh, and it was almost too pretty to touch, but I'm so glad.
0: Oh, people tore it people up. People tore it up. It was um,
1: great, man. So we also had some really, really delicious burgers by way of my wonderful friend John, oh. uh, who goes by colloquially the Neighbor Uh, because he has taken to cooking for his his neighborhood, yeah. uh, and bringing people together that way. He
0: is smashing burgers left and right. He has got this down to an art. He really does. Um, we've got to have John on the pod, and then maybe you know, he can make us like a signature podcast burger. That's
1: a wonderful idea. Uh, We definitely had a a signature wedding burger that... Let's talk about this. Okay, so it had like a garlic aioli, fried banana peppers, bacon, I believe it was Monterey Jack cheese. I mean, it was amazing top to bottom. We
0: also have some amazing photos of you and Jeff enjoying that burger. (laughs) Um, Those will also be shared. It
1: was sensual, my friends. Um, And then last but not least, my wonderful friends Sarah and Emily tag teamed to create Not only a really beautiful cutting cake for Jeff and I to uh, smash into, but um, little miniature bundt cakes for all of our guests. They
0: just had, they were, let's talk a little bit about what this cake even is. Oh,
1: I'll talk about what this cake even is. So this is the best cake I've ever put into my face, Abby. And this is, we've been enjoying this cake by way of Sarah's creation um, for many years in our little friend pod. And I'm glad that we've sort of spread the news about it. Um, You're going to get some more requests, Sarah. It originally started because some of our friends have some dietary restrictions, and Sarah sort of took this challenge of creating a gluten free, dairy free dessert uh, and decided to make this carrot cake. That when she put it in front of us and we tasted it, we all looked up at each other like, wait a minute.
0: This has. There is no way.
1: There's no way. Uh, And she's made many different versions of it over the years, some with allergy restrictions, some without. And it's just never bad. It is always good. It's always moist and it's not too sweet and it's just really well spiced. And ugh, I'm thinking about it now. I'm I, it.
0: <laughs> I'm I Oh my gosh, they were incredible. And again, everybody got their own little bunt, which were beautifully decorated by Emily. I like it was big just, bunts. And I cannot lie. <laughs> and I cannot lie.
1: They smashed it out of the park. Uh, so obviously knowing who I am and who my friends are, we knew we were going to eat well. Um, and I'm glad that we chose to go the DIY route as stressful as I'm sure it was for those of you helping out. We couldn't have felt more well represented by the the event that sort of took shape. Um, it was very us. And so yeah. I'm, I'm very ex- in, uh, eternally grateful for the support and the love that was shown to us by way of feeding all of our people.
0: Well, I will speak for all of those who, of us who contrib- contributed to that day and that it was our Joy to bring you joy on that special special day, and we are just so so happy for both of you. Oh, ah. well, and we thought that would be the highlight of the year, it Jen. Wasn't. We really thought it, it wasn't.
1: Was. You know, one month to the day after Jeff and I walked down the aisle, Abby and I were given the incredible fortune to host Phil Rosenthal. Who? Phil Rosenthal. Say it one more
0: time. Phil Rosenthal.
1: Of somebody feed Phil, uh, who stopped in Charlotte on his book tour. An evening with Phil Rosenthal at the Fillmore, a sold-out event, nearly nine hundred yep. people. And we found out mm, five days before the event. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that uh, we were just so blindsided and honored. And there was a lot of this ah yeah. sound uh, going on. That we were asked to moderate this event. Yeah. The two of us on stage with <sighs> Phil Rosenthal.
1: So kudos first to Joe uh, Hunsaker. Hunsaker, who gave um, the point of contact our name as a suggested moderator. Man, the arts community here is so tight knit. So we couldn't have been more privileged to have had our name tossed out. And then we saw our downloads increase by a scary number one day. <laughs> yep. And then <laughs> he's listening. we are listening.
0: We're being vetted. Um, and then it got eerily quiet for a little bit. We, we really kind of gave up hope. We thought, you know, it's still alive. You never know. Show business is crazy. Sometimes things happen. I went on a
1: vacation and completely put it out of my mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, It was,
0: you know, over the Thanksgiving holiday. So we just said, you know what? It's not meant to be. It's no big deal. It's okay. We're still going. We had already bought tickets to be in the audience (laughs) that day. We were like, maybe we can just meet him and say hello
1: or snag a little bit of audio of him to put on the air with us and that will be enough.
0: That'd be great.
1: That would be it. Um,
0: But we got so much more. We got so much more. We got to sit with Phil and chat about our wonderful city, talk about Charlotte, and they even went to Supperland. They went to
1: Supperland. uh, And we were able to talk about some of the really cool culinary talent that's here in hopes of maybe encouraging them to come back. I mean, I know every stop on this tour, they're getting the same story, but I really do think that Charlotte has grown enough that – Something like Phil Rosenthal coming in with his production team to highlight what's going on here would just take it to the next level. Absolutely. um, Importantly.
0: uh, Well, go ahead. Say it. No, you say it. Well, okay, okay, we'll say it at the same time.
1: Okay.
2: Phil has has agreed
1: agreed to come come on our our (laughs) podcast! Uh, so uh, Sorry, we just blew your brains out there. Um, no, but we, we had the opportunity to tell him about our
0: podcast
1: and... Um,
0: and the audience of 900 people. And the people. audience, yeah. We, we,
1: so first and foremost, we really wanted to make sure that we were highlighting Phil. This yeah. whole thing was an incredible opportunity for us, but you and I talked beforehand about being really intentional about using the opportunity to set him up uh, and talk about him and, and not necessarily use it to strong arm our own agenda in there. But uh, we did get a chance to talk about our podcast uh, on stage, courtesy of Heidi Bellotto. Yes,
0: a food writer who is local to Charlotte, who's just been writing about food for years and years. She just happened to be one of the people, by chance, we called on to ask a question to Phil during the evening. And as she's asking the question and mentioned she's a food writer, Phil's first words out of his mouth are, do you know my friends?
1: Yeah. So he was making the connections uh, for us. but. She asked him about his podcast, Naked Lunch. Naked Lunch. Lunch. And uh, I took that quick moment while we were in between questions to name drop our podcast and suggest a a little collaboration. So when we got off stage, um, Phil said very quickly thereafter, let us know when we'll do the podcast. We've got it.
0: And I got to tell you, Jen, not only just meeting... Him and and having the the realization that this is the most authentic person you can see on television. Yeah. He is who you see. He is, he is so nice. Um, he was amazing. He signed books to both of us, he which did. were amazing. Um, I, we he shared recorded a,
1: a video for our friend Colleen. Uh,
0: who and, couldn't be there. Yes, Colleen of our, Colleen's Road Trip, yep. you have heard her voice. Yep. She couldn't be there. at The show was devastated, but he made a little video asking her where she was and saying hi. So, again, just the nicest guy. We yeah. even shared a peanut butter cup with That's him. That's his
1: ritual. He asked for a uh, a dark chocolate peanut butter cup from every stop yep. on the tour. That's part of his writer. Exactly. And uh, and so as soon as we got off stage, she said, hey, come on, you guys, you have to try the peanut butter cup with me. It was a special moment. It was. And, you know, every time that you watch the show and he's enjoying a bite of something with someone... That moment was, like, really precious to me. Yeah. Unfortunately, the video that I took on my phone did not work. <laughs> <laughs> my phone totally shit the bed uh, in that really beautiful moment, but I'm still glad we got to experience it. Yes. Um, cheersing him with a giant
0: peanut butter. Giant, on, <laughs> like, the size of a face. Um, yeah. It was incredible, hockey yeah. puck. Um, if you have not watched uh. Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix, one of the ways that we can get him to Charlotte yep. is by having more seasons of this show yep. so he has more cities to visit. So please go out and check out Somebody Feed Phil. There Binge are six he, seasons. He
1: requests specifically that you put it on and leave it on because apparently the algorithm knows when you do that. and that Binge-worthy. B- binge-worthy. Look, so. I'm just
0: turning it on every morning when I leave for work <laughs> and just letting it play. I mean, it's something that when it's on, it just makes me happy. It is it's a happy It's contagious that way.
1: And, you know, something that I want to talk about before we wrap up on this segment is that, you know, my husband is in the audience and he said that you know, even when you're in a crowd that size, usually that it's a little bit uncomfortable. People are in crowds now unsure how to act, I think, since the pandemic yeah. especially. But he said that the entire show, when people needed to get up and go to the bathroom or like just just moving around each other, everyone was so kind and so nice. And the vibe itself was just
0: Oh it was infectiously really positive.
1: So that's that says enough right there about the community that Phil Rosendahl has created and sort of the message that he has of sharing food, sharing experiences. Go travel. Go travel, try new things, meet, meet new, new people. people. Um, and I, I just, I have chills thinking about how privileged we are to have shared that experience. I am
0: still, I, I, last night, it's been three days and now that we're yeah. recording this, I woke up at 2am last night, I couldn't go to bed, I was still so jazzed. I just
1: have not slept the no. last night. Like, <laughs> last night I was finally tired enough, but you and I were up at 2am texting the <laughs> night after. We like, couldn't oh.
0: stop, we couldn't go to sleep. Yeah. Um, I still have friends texting me like, hey, have your feet touched the ground yet? The no. answer is no. no. I don't know that they ever will. So that was absolutely the highlight, I think, of twenty twenty two for me. Twenty twenty two, and
1: maybe beyond. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> um, yeah, if if you're listening to this, Mr. Rosenthal, thank you, thank, thank you. you, thank you. Um, we we let him know that you know our podcast is still very young. So having his support and having this opportunity to uh, represent our city yep. was just a really beautiful moment. Um, To especially share with my lovely co-host and BFF,
0: Abby. Absolutely. I love you so much, Jen. I love you, too. Okay. 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 I have one more thing before we end our episode. And it's another food for you to try. Cool. I love weird stuff. Listen, I went to Costco Mm -hmm. and I just, my eye was drawn to something called shrimp cheeks crispy shrimp cheeks. crispy
1: shrimp cheeks now this bag is like about the size and shape of like the uh snap pea crisps sure if you're if you're familiar with those but it's like
0: bright orange and it, there's it's like a little old shrimp on it a little cartoon shrimp here's the thing i've been eating shrimp my whole life yep i've never heard of a shrimp cheek i don't but I, here's the thing you think I, oh that's a fun way to call it no on the ingredients list, number one, shrimp cheek. Shrimp cheek. There it, has to be a thing. Which seems like a really small thing, but
1: it looks like...
0: Maybe I mean, like langoustine?
1: This, I'm looking at the image on the front of the bag, and it can't be to scale. Because that's massive. Well, let's, let's, let's try let's it. Let's
0: prove it. Oh, boy. Oh, that
1: looks like a tail.
0: It definitely looks like like the, it's the little feet or something. Oh, th- my
1: God. This is funny. All right, funny.
0: right look. Hold on. What if it's just
1: like shrimp shells that Honestly, they Honestly, I think
0: this is fried shrimp shells. Um, I'm going to grab a couple of pieces Can of I things. Can smell? It's going to smell like shrimp. It really doesn't smell like much. It Are smells a little bit like fish food, which is probably what a it is. A little concerning. All right. Now, well, you ready to go? Here, here we go. go. I'm going to
1: make sure I get this crunch in here.
0: Yeah, let's get this crunch. Um. Starts out like, hey, that's like a fun sour cream and onion chip. And then it's like, oh, hey, I'm shrimp.
1: It still doesn't taste very shrimpy to me. You don't get that? I don't know. I don't get that. Some interesting spices in there.
0: I actually don't mind it. This could be addictive.
1: It's kind of sweet at the beginning. It does have a sweetness. Let's huh. see the nutrition facts on here.
0: They can't be nutritious. <laughs> this is terrible for you. <laughs> this is probably like all saturated fat.
1: It's actually not. It's mostly just fat. Okay. Which includes now a little bit of saturated fat, but.
0: So think of what are some possible places this could be. On like a salad? I guess
1: he on a salad. Yep. Anything that needs like a little crunchy component.
0: I like that it disintegrates. Because you know sometimes you'll eat a piece of shrimp shell and it like lingers in your mouth.
1: I just don't like that the legs are visible in some of these. I don't
0: mind that. I'm not even sure they are the legs to be honest. But I do think it's like just the shell they take off and they like batter and deep yeah. fry it. That's what I think is happening here. I don't know uh-huh. how they can get off legally calling them shrimp cheeks. But.
1: It says yummy, umami, crispy, crunchy, salty, and savory bite-sized treats. Crispy shrimp cheeks. It's gonna be Fascinating.
0: Cute. So okay. that's a fun thing fun we just tried. Snack. We did it. Good job, us. Thank
1: you, Costco, for encouraging... Uh,
0: Horizon expansion. Yeah. Yeah. That's not
1: a snack I would My have thought today.
0: is rank. Yeah. Absolutely um, rank.
1: Man. Well, hey, Abby. 2022 was one for the books. Yes. Honestly, I think 2023, we're going to just take it straight into the stratosphere.
0: Absolutely. Let's it's, see what happens next. It's onward and upward for us. Here we go. Let's do it. Woo! Woo! Happy holidays, Jen.
1: Happy holidays and happy new year. New year, yeah. We'll see you guys in 2023. Yeah,
0: don't forget, we're going to take a quick break in January, so we won't have any new episodes out, but we'll start hitting the ground running again in February. In the meantime, again, call us and tell us what you're eating for the holidays. So again, 980-202-2660. Tell us any other fun facts. Tell us that you were in the audience Uh, At the Phil Show, we want to hear from you. We want to hear about your experiences. Check out our Instagram, amused.boosh.pod. We need your follows. If you're
1: trying anything in the Queen City that you think we need to try or feature, tag us.
0: Yes, send us a message. Send us a message. If you are a chef, a restaurateur, um, a brewer, anything, and you want to talk to us, reach out through you through Instagram as well. Um, We would love to hear from you uh, that way, or you could call us too. Um, Yeah. And don't forget... To, to review, subscribe. Yeah. The more that you do that, the more visible our podcast can be. We are trying to grow this so that people can hear about the amazing yeah. things that we have in this city. We do for you. <laughs> we do for you. Well, with that. All right,
1: with that, with this here uh, year, 2022, my name is Jen. My name's Abby. And this has been Amused Boosh.
2: queencitypodcastnetwork.com.